0: Lou and Matt for breakfast. The Borders 105.7 Triple M. Welcome to the Catch Up Podcast short week, Lou. We have the three-day weekend. And once again, you know, I know you've been a huge advocate for this. And if you ever get into politics, Mm. you're going to run on it. Yeah. And that is it's time we made the the, um, decision was made to mandatory three-day weekend.
1: Just get it done. (laughs) Just get it done. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) <laughs> I'm waiting. Can't someone run on that ticket? Can't,
0: can't bloody ScoMo, or, or I guess it'd be Albanese. It'd be more likely a Labour yeah. thing, let's be honest. So, Albo, <laughs> if oh, you're well listening. then
1: you can't partake, Matt. If that's the case.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Liberal conservative myself. Yeah. No, no, I'm willing to embrace you, the Labor embrace way. whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I'll embrace communism if it means <laughs> three days off, Lou. <laughs> um,
1: unfortunately, I think um, the communism model that we know doesn't include many days off.
0: No, that's Just true, saying. actually. It didn't work very well, did it? No. Um, no. All right. Well, um, Albo, if you're listening, run on the three-day weekend. All right. Make it happen.
1: Just get it done. I'd
0: even embrace Daniel Andrews coming back if we brought in 3 day weeks for uh, Victoria.
1: When is Daniel Andrews coming Soon? back?
0: Soon. Yeah, he's put out a video. He's uh, off the back brace um, after 3 months pretty much wearing 18 oh, hours a day.
1: Poor thing.
0: And he's That's um pretty
1: radical, He's ready
0: it? to jump back into Boorsole. Well, maybe
1: it. not jump Maybe he'll just step gingerly.
0: Poor choice of words there. (laughs) He's ready to shuffle back uh, in. Yeah,
1: just go easy.
0: For his boring press conferences. Uh, Anyway, it was a good show today. Um, Have a listen. We'll kick it off with this. Lou and Matt on the board is 105.7 Triple M and Lou before we chat about Nathan Buckley on the weekend the Adelaide Crows had one of the greatest wins in club history coming back from 36 points down against the Saints to win right at the death and this reminded me Lou of a special moment that I share with our great mate Wayne Schwoss it's from 2013 and I replay it at least once a week so let's reminisce shall we
2: High ball, Rutner's the defender. Oh, bouncing ball! Don't tell me! Don't bloody tell me! I don't believe it! Pacheco has kicked the goal, and the Adelaide Crows, with 16 seconds on the clock, have found a way to snatch victory from the bloody eyes of defeat!
0: Yes, Wayne Schwoss's Ooh. best piece of Triple M commentary was an Adelaide Crows win, and he joins us morning, swatter! <laughs>
2: Well, there's a couple... Good morning to you, uh, Lou, and good morning to you again, Knucklehead. Uh, a couple of things coming <laughs> up.
0: Beautiful by. moment.
2: I don't actually recall ever calling a game of Adelaide playing football, but, you know, <laughs> I guess you can just edit anything that you want. And uh, and secondly, not a bad call by me, but uh, i tell you what...
1: there's a legend call by <laughs> you, sir. No, there
2: are, a, there are a couple of others, which I did share with your co-host yesterday by text messaging of a certain Carl Hooker goal against Hawthorne, yeah. which... Should have got a Nobel Peace Prize, really. That's how good it was. Nah, that wasn't as
1: good nah, as that one, Swatter.
2: That one was so uh, He loves that
1: one, that one so much. Tear in my he eyes, plays Swatter. it to himself I daily, yeah, I
2: Swatter. He does hey Luke. That's not the only thing he does to himself. All right, Swatter, <laughs>
1: let's move on. Moving
0: on. Uh, Nathan Buckley. Nathan Buckley's last game for the Pies and what a win. Um I mean, why can't couldn't they have played like that for the whole
2: year, Swatter? They wouldn't be in this position. Because the coach was coaching his last game. This was as predictable as you playing the Jared Petrenko call once a week. (laughs) Collingwood always going to get up. A really danger game for Melbourne because of the emotion and significance of Bucks coaching his last game. And um, well done to Collingwood. Uh, A fitting way for Nathan Buckley to go out. And I've got to say, the way that he's handled himself through this whole uh, past week. Has been um, absolutely first class. And uh, don't be very surprised at all uh, when Nathan Buckley pops up in uh, some sort of media role next year because I, th- I thought before oh. he started coaching, he was a star and he's still a star. Oh. Great insights into the game.
0: But what about as a coach, like at the Gold Coast
2: or GWS? Well, Stuart G's not doing a reasonably good job with the startup team. Oh. GWS, well, you know, Leon driving the Ferrari, <clears throat> it's more like a VW <laughs> beat Beetle at the moment. No, look. There's, there's, I think there's, coaches coming out of contract at some point next year. The question will be, wow. and I'm not, I'm not speaking on behalf of Bucks, but using this time to uh, just take a deep breath and see what he wants to do. I mean, if you, if you're an AFL coach, we've said this before. It's a lonely job. Mm. It's unrelenting. Um, you know, it's, it's very demanding. And the question will be, does he have the appetite to do that again? And if he doesn't, he'll get snapped up by the media because he's a star. All
0: right. Now, you did mention uh, (coughs) GWS driving like a VW at the moment. They drew with North Melbourne. Now, what does it feel like to be part of a draw swatter?
2: Uh, Flat, because you're neither a loser or a winner. Um, You've just invested two hours of your time collectively and you haven't walked away with the win.
1: Wait, you didn't Um, lose, though.
2: You know know what, Lou? I've been thinking about this because I knew this question was coming. And when when you're in a lead organisation and you're a winner, yes. and the two clubs that I played for were both of those types, um, you know, it's bitterly disappointing. It's flat, it's empty. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: But when
2: you haven't tasted much success and you're on a 25 year rebuild, Here we go. Here we you go. will take a draw every day of the week. It's the stick in the tail. Because that's where the Adelaide Crows are. They'll take a two-point draw any day of the week, even though they won this week. But I would expect that sort of comment from you, Matthew, given the club that you go for. You
0: know, I'll tell you what. I prefer um, previous swatter to current swatter. This is previous swatter. <laughs> Rutner's
2: the <and> offender. Oh, that's <laughs> <man, laughs> a Don't tell me. Don't oh, bloody don't tell me. me. I don't, oh, believe, I it. don't I believe it. I swatter. He yes, a top uh, <laughs> I, I, I tell top I tell you something. So, I, I was very naive back in those days. Um, this is the real authentic version of me. And just, just before we go, I know you haven't asked, but I need to update your community. Bubba and Lefty, oh, no. are, um, they've just gone away for a while. Oh, um, oh
1: thank haven't you.
2: Been, nice. haven't, haven't been able to contact them. The seven mobiles they gave me, um, not answering. They've actually been disconnected. So I'm trying to track them down, but All when right. I do find Bubba and Lefty, they're coming and they're going to do the tattoo. No right. tattoo yet. No, no, lawyer, no, I'm in no the clear. tattoo
1: yet. Swatter, an absolute pleasure chatting as always. And uh, Matt will be playing that Don't little, that little me, bit swatter. of audio again about ten times, I reckon, today. If,
2: Thanks. If you send me that recording one more time, my, <laughs> lawyers, my lawyers are ready to serve it. <laughs> we'll catch you again at the end of the week.
0: It was, of course, the Queen's birthday long weekend. But what, Lou, if you're faced with having to buy the Queen a present? Oh, dear. Don't panic because I've got you sorted. Matt's List. Here are the top six things you could buy the Queen for her birthday. At number six, obviously a new corgi. You cannot go wrong with a corgi. That's my motto when it comes to the Queen, Lou. She
1: loves corgi. She
0: recently got some new puppies. (laughs) Throw another one in
1: there. Number
0: five, high vis dresses. Now we both, Lou, think that the Queen looks at her finest when she's wearing one of those high vis orange or green dresses. Remember, we saw green, yellow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She loves
1: bright
0: colours. Can't go wrong buying high vis for the Queen, and it gets her out of those flowery ones. That's stupid. Number four. Don't tell the Queen I said that. Number four. Buy her a little stake in a racehorse. Now, everyone knows the Queen loves a flutter, so why not jump on, onto a website like Asset Racing and buy her a 2.5% stake in a colt called Sports Rider. They even have buy it now, pay later. Wow. That sounds a little bit like cash for comment. I swear it's not. <laughs> Although, if those people would like to give me a 25 stake for nothing, I'm up for it. Number three, air fryer. That's right, air fryer. Of course. The Queen loves scones, but being a traditionalist, she probably doesn't understand the wonders of an air fryer. No. <laughs> so true. Do you think they'd have one of the palace? Nah, they wouldn't, Lou. They you wouldn't know. Not, they...
1: not for when they have egg chips and bacon.
0: No, they need to get onto it though. <gasps> Number two, how about a Netflix voucher so she can watch the crown? <laughs> 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 she loves, even if she doesn't like it. You know, she's probably interested.
1: Well, I think she'd have uh, she'd be able to critique
0: it fairly yeah, well, right. wouldn't she? And here is the number one thing that you can actually buy the Queen for her birthday: a new family, because she really does deserve better than the <laughs> scallywags and loosers that she has at the moment. Uh, all right, Lou.
1: Yeah, that's pretty thoughtful. Curiosity.
0: Lou and Matt on the board is one hundred five point seven Triple M. It is ten past seven, and let's talk earthquakes. We need a uh, realistic sound in the background here. Oh yes, there we go. So that was an earthquake, locally, Lou. I
1: know, right? In The Alpine region. Um, um two. What now? What was it? Two point six? Is that right?
0: Yep, two point six on the Richter scale. It was on Sunday at eleven forty-five at UTC, so I don't know what that... Rela- UTC, I don't know what the time... Anyway, it was on Sunday um, at 2.6, and uh, it was uh, about 48 kilometres south of Bright, Lou, is the epicentre of the 2.6. Mm.
1: 13 kilometres below the that's surface right. of the Earth.
0: Now, uh, if you're wondering, uh, where does 2.5 sit in relation to... Uh,
1: like, big
0: earthquakes. Uh, that's right. So, to put it in com- comparison... Just on Sunday, there were tons of other earthquakes all around the world. Philippines, they had two. One was 5.6, one was 5.3. You had uh, Solomon Islands, five. Around the archipelago region, 5.4. So 2.6 isn't that high. And on the scale here, it says it's often felt but only causes minor damage. Okay. Uh, And someone did feel it, didn't they? Because it was in the news. Yeah, it was in the news.
1: So um, and I don't know if I actually felt it or heard it, because in the news she said it sounded like thunder, but yes. there was no thunder or no storms around, so she thought that was a bit unusual. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, yeah, I don't know. Now you're wondering
0: how many 2.5 to 5.4 earthquakes we get in the world every year. Mm. Don't have a pump. I was wondering actually. Take a punt, Blue. How many?
1: Oh uh, a thousand. Thirty
0: thousand no. earthquakes from. Really. to 5.4, but then it drops right down to 500 for the 5.5 to 6s, which has slight damage to buildings and other structures, down to 100 when it's uh, 6.1 to 6.9, which is a lot of damage in very populated areas. The major 7 to 7.9 is only 20. That's a major earthquake. And the biggest ones are eight or greater, and there's only one every five to 10 years. Wow.
1: Wow. Thank so goodness. we're in a
0: decent ballpark, two point five to five point four, because there's a lot of them.
1: Yeah, there's heaps of them. But uh, have you ever felt one? Have you ever felt Never. an earthquake? Never. I you? haven't felt one in Australia. I've felt one overseas when I was in Italy. Oh, because that's
0: quite. Um, yeah,
1: I can remember it vividly because we were in it? the lounge room at my at my nana's place. Yeah, and. Um, and the chandelier shook, Ooh. and the and the chairs kind of moved yeah, a little yeah. bit, like it was like this proper tremor. Yeah. For oh, I don't know. Did you hear it like this? No. Oh,
0: okay.
1: No. It just it just felt we just felt it.
0: One it triple weird. three five three. Did anybody actually uh, hear or feel the latest one, the two point six on Sunday in and around um, the Bright Alpine region?
1: Right, Myrtle. Yeah, yeah, around there.
0: 133353. If you heard or felt it, give us a call. We'd like to uh, hear about uh, what the experience was like. Yeah. Definitely. Kind of if not, oh, it's slightly frightening. Kathy is from Beechworth. Kathy, did you uh, feel it or hear it? I wasn't there and didn't hear
3: or feel it, but if you go on the Beechworth community page, there's heaps of people that felt it and it shook some houses.
1: Oh, really? Actually In Beechworth? Wow. Ooh. That's pretty amazing.
0: Where were you? Were you just out of town?
3: I was
1: up.
0: in, in Corio. Oh right, right. Okay. Have you ever felt any any earthquakes uh, around there no, in the past? No. 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 There I you think go.
1: Very interesting. Would you have
0: liked to have been there to feel it? No. <laughs> oh, fair enough.
1: <laughs> Thanks for the call, Kathy. Thank you, Bye. See ya.
0: I definitely do want to feel one at some point in time, Lou, but around a 2.5 would be the kind of level that I'd be yeah. happy with. Nothing more.
1: Do you know, at first, like when I remember vividly, because I was 13 when I was overseas and felt felt it, at first you think it's not happening? You know, that whole, oh, did that?
0: Yeah. Did I just feel yeah, the, yeah.
1: the chair shake and yeah. the room shake? No, couldn't have.
0: You might notice over the next week that the Wodonga Water Tower is lit up in red, and that's to celebrate National Blood Donor Week this week. Lou, uh,
1: Kathy Chapman from uh, the Red Cross Lifeblood joins us to talk about Blood Donor Week. Morning, Kathy. Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, great. Hey, is this week a good week uh, for people to become blood donors if they've never done it before?
3: It's an excellent week to become blood donors if you've never done it
0: before. Yes, definitely. Now, my um, my girlfriend, she um, does it regularly, and she I think she's in it for the little sandwiches and the treats. <laughs>
3: well, we all, we all need our motivation, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> that's it, whatever works.
0: <laughs> but, of course, that's, that's the little treat that people have when they go down and, uh, and give blood, and also plasma too. So you're after people who donate plasma?
3: We're just after donors, basically, so we're asking people to make a, donate, make a donation of either blood or plasma, and once you become a regular donor, you might find that you'll go in to do a blood donation, and we'll ask you to do plasma or vice versa, because we do need to make sure that we match what uh, the demands are to what we can get in.
1: So, Kathy, like we mentioned, people may not have donated blood before. What are you looking for in a, in a good blood donor?
3: Basically, if you're fit, healthy, and well, aged between 18 and 75, uh, come down.
0: <laughs> yep. Perfect. And where do we stand at the moment in, in terms of uh, the border and how many people are giving blood? How many more do you, do you need?
3: Well, so what we're doing is we're celebrating the fact that about we have existing about 4,000 people who donate on a regular basis uh, on both sides of the border here. Yep. But um, this week at the Orby Donor Centre, we actually need about 150 extra people. Okay. So do we need to make an appointment? We do, yes. So if you either call 13 14, or go to our website, you can make, uh, book an appointment. And then um, once you've um, become a donor, we've got an app. So you can download an app and it becomes really easy to manage your appointments, um, keep track of your health stats and all sorts of things. Brilliant. Love it.
0: Kathy Chapman, happy National Blood Donor Week. Thank you so much, guys. It's Lou and Matt. Get involved if you can. It's Triple M.
3: And Max Wheel of Games
0: Yes and it's Matt's super awesome 90's quiz I always remember we were doing this so I lived with my parents to look up sneaky pictures on the internet when I was a teenager uh, alright now um there are three questions related to the 90s, Lou, in honour of the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Mm. We're searching for the greatest decade in music, which of course will be the 1990s. Uh, I'm a, obviously a massive advocate, you are a Lou, massive a fan, fan of, of the 90s. 90s that's, that's true. When I was doing my best work. Uh, Lou, who's playing the super awesome 90s quiz today?
1: Christy from Morwatha, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Lou. How are you? Great, thank you. Now, for people that don't know where Moorwatha is, where is it?
3: It's in the middle of nowhere near
0: Bungawanna. There you go. for those that don't know where Bungawanna is, where's that?
3: It's in the middle of nowhere near Aubrey
1: Wodonga.
0: There you go. Perfectly described, Christine. Yeah, beautiful. Love your Thank work. Thank you. Uh, okay, so which one of these sitcoms started <clears throat> in the 90s? Was it Cheers, Married with Children, or Friends?
3: Friends. i there yes, for it was. You. Of course it was. Um, it
1: started in 1994, which I was a little surprised by. I thought it would it started a bit earlier than oh, that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, no, but anyway.
0: Classic mid 90s. Yeah. Uh, now, which one of these footy clubs won back-to-back premierships in the 1990s? Was it one, the mighty, incredible, awesome Adelaide Crows? Two, the Sydney Swans? Or three, St Kilda? Fun. No, do you oh. want to? Do you want to maybe change that slightly? One, the mighty, amazing, awesome, very successful in the '90s the Adelaide Crows. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah, sorry, Matt. I, I what was I thinking? Definitely number one,
3: the yes. Adelaide Crows.
0: <laughs> exactly. '97, '98. Well done. You've nailed He's that one.
1: Now <laughs> he'll be insufferable for the rest of the day. Now living on the fumes of that. No, please. Time. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Final question. Now this one, I've, I've yet to decide whether I'll help you out, but I'm. I, I think you'll get. <laughs>
3: Oh, you one, need to. <laughs> Big, ben. Okay, here <laughs> we go. <Christine>. Ben.
0: <laughs> Which one of these artists got a number one album in Australia in the nineteen nineties? One, David Bowie. Two, Jimmy Barnes. Or three, Bruce Springsteen. Ah, oh, crap.
3: Um, I'm going to go with David Bowie.
0: Okay, so I'm going to ask you the question again. Was it? Jimmy
3: Barnes! <laughs> Jimmy oh, Barnes!
0: I'll tell you what, he's
2: just got oh, it a- oh, down! Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> Jimmy Barnes got heaps of number one albums in the 90s, and David Bowie and Bruce Springsteen, no. Nah. No, 70s and 80s for them. Yep. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. I was just testing
3: you, Matt. Yes. Beautifully done, Christy. <laughs> Thank uh, you. you-
1: You've, you've absolutely nailed it. Uh, you're all about the 90s, clearly, and congratulations. Cool. You've, got <laughs> some t- you've got some tickets, two tickets, to go and see The Fast and the Furious 9, starring the very deep-voiced Vin Diesel. Yes! <laughs>